Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was my turn, and I chose... I've been practicing this. MMX Hill-2 N-Race Off-Road. Quite delicious as it rolls off your tongue. Curious thing, it's named something different on Android. I realize that too. MMX Hill-2 n Off-Road Racing Monster Truck Fun Times. <laughs> I wonder why. It did sound a little bit more technical on Android. Maybe they just know Android is for geeks. They've got some technical, maybe SEO juice. I'm sure, I'm sure the people at Hutch know what they're doing. MMX Hill-2 N-Race Off-Road is a 2018 game from, as you say, Hutch Games. Hutch! A London-based game studio. Shout out to my people. <laughs> Last episode, Sam, you said this was sort of based on a other... Famous game Trails? Trials? Trials. Trail Trials. So there have been a string of games that are very similar to this. Um, I think the first time that... Oh, the first time I've experienced a game like this in my day. Back in my day, the tires were much grippier. Um, It's actually called Motocross Maniacs, which was for the Game Boy. Wow. Yeah. So you're a motorcycle, side view, racer. Um, You go on this track and you have opportunities to do flips, right? You... There was even like a, a jet system where if you pressed a jet, it allowed you to do a boost to make mm-hmm. higher jumps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do control the angle forward and backwards to make sure your landings are appropriate, right? You can do wheelies and stuff like that. This reminds me of a game that me and my brother played the heck out of. Perhaps similar. You were in control of a, okay, a motocross bike, but they went pretty crazy with the physics in that you could, you could uh, like hook the front wheel onto a platform and then dangle off it. And then you could flip the bike back up and complete the courses like that. And there was some, like, some fun, crazy physics where the bike would stretch out. Um, ah, man, I wish that I could remember That does sound like Trials. Yeah. That sounds like Trials. Was it like a pretty modern game? Mm, no, this is when I was playing games. So mm. mid-90s. Okay. So there's a game called Excite Bike on NES, which is kind of similar to that. But I don't think it had what you're talking about. But Excite Bike was the other sort of popular game that I think motocross maniacs was based on interesting yeah this is on a pc because my father wouldn't let us have consoles (laughs) (laughs) Mm. i think the one i'm thinking of is more of a puzzle it's like how do you get the bike from one side to the other of this course i don't know how to google for this Mm. maybe asking my brother would be the key was it on the commodore a pc sam pc sorry Pentium pc with a turbo button (laughs) which you (laughs) But just always have pressed. Right. Why would you not? <laughs> oh, no, it's too fast. On <laughs> top of this. I would say this is a skill and racer mm-hmm. physics puzzly thing. It's like an arcade game. Arcade racer where you are trying to complete the map at a certain time. Yes. So the puzzle elements, I see where you're coming from with that, but it's more like you have to memorize the track in order to angle your car appropriately yes and the angling comes in because if you press on the accelerator your car obviously goes really fast must be a rear wheel drive car because it does ramp up like a wheelie and i think we probably shouldn't think about this being an accurate reflection of how cars work (laughs) in the real world (laughs) and essentially rotates your car counterclockwise as it moves towards the right and then the brake uh acts like a well first it, it allows you to stop the car but it also rotates your car to clockwise 
Yes, if you're in the air mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And so you control your car that way, and you have very bouncy tires, and you got to compensate for the bounce and the angle of the track versus what type of track it is, and all that stuff in order for you to get to the end of the track. Yeah. Yeah. So that does have that sort of puzzle skill element to it that isn't there for games like our favorite Italian themed racer. Best rally. Not, yeah. So you do have to memorize the track, meaning. As you, you kind of get a gauge, like as you're doing this jump, you got to know what velocity you're kind of going in so that you can hit the next part of the track uh, appropriately. Because if you don't, um, there are a couple of ways that you can fail this, uh, the tracks. One is you have a little antenna on the top of your car. If that ever gets hit on the ground, you explode. Or a, or a low, a low hanging overpass. Right. And that's occasionally. Thing, little little thing that dingle dangle gets knocked and your car explodes for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that the trigger? Or you run out of gas, so you hit the the ramp up on the map at the wrong speed, um, and your car just doesn't make it all the way to the top, and you end up losing gas. <laughs> and you sadly slowly trundle to down to the bottom of the of the hill. And this is where you press pause and reset. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you ran a gas. You can also sometimes fall off the world as mm. well if you don't make a jump. Oh, interesting. Which I perhaps have done once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> so what were your feelings of this game? I was pretty hooked to begin with. Mm. I think much like much like a loop the loop, I went on quite a journey. <laughs> yeah, I think initially there are some really fascinating... Well, it just feels really good. And I think it does hook you in a way where you press it, you have like this instant acceleration from your car and you're racing against different hutch people. Um, Mm. And, you know, you win the race and you feel really good about it. Uh, So there's like a really good introduction to the game that happens that does get you hooked. Yeah, and then you start to uncover... I don't know, it starts off pretty well. And then you kind of start uncovering the kind of leveling up system... Right. And the unlocking system. And that's where I think I got a little bit eh, mm. over it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, do, I did like it. I did like the unlocking system. So I think there are like five facets that your car can be upgraded. Like first one is speed. Would you always want speed? Just go maximum speed. Well, mm. that I think, was my strategy. Mm. But maybe that's why I'm now stuck. <laughs> right. There's... I have the world's fastest car, but with zero grip. <laughs> exactly. You're just doing wheelies all the time. <laughs> and, and, you know... Just donuts. We can probably talk about why you fall off the map. <laughs> yeah, and then I think other aspects of the car that you can upgrade are stuff like grip of your tires. Uh, stability, I think, was one of them. Um, Speed, uh, acceleration, maybe. I think there was also a tire, like sand tire. So your special grip on sand was a little bit better. But yeah, so there are essentially five assets. And in order to upgrade them, you use diamonds. Diamonds. Which are forever credit that you earn from winning the matches or getting as far as possible. Yeah, you're going to collect them as you go. Oh yeah, right, there's diamonds, but there's also car tokens. Mm. You can collect the tokens. Oh boy, it's it's not one of these games with a dual monetary system. Right. And so one monetary system is Much for like the you European to... Union when they switched over to the euro. <laughs> so one system is for upgrading your car stats. 
And the other system is to upgrade your car, like your car's visual aesthetics.、Mm, I、right. see. I see.、Uh, it's $199 to remove the ads, which I suggest you do to make it vaguely playable. Yes. The ad load's pretty heavy. It is very heavy. And these are 30 second ads that don't allow you to do anything else. I think it plays every time you finish or every time you explode. Which happens quite often. I think for $199, perfectly happy. Great. Do it. Yeah, those ads. I definitely paid for it as well. Sam, should we say how far we got?、Mm. Sam, what level? What was the furthest level you got to? This is going to be revealing. I've reached Tropical 4. There are also other modes within the game that seem like, I don't know, very casino like. The, so the instant feeling that I got from this game is like, it feels like a casino game for some reason. Like there's something about it, like the way the, the, the numbers flashes. The way like, the time is presented, the way it cuts to the next thing, it feels like those, you know, like those fruit machines. Interesting. That's a, that's a British term. Oh, a fruit machine? Got there on the, on the fruities, mate? <laughs> I don't think anyone calls them fruities. <laughs> But it would surprise me. So, fruit machines are like little arcadey things that you play yeah, in the pub. Yeah, they don't exist. Yeah. They don't exist elsewhere. Yeah, they're just they're something you do while you're drinking. Right. Uh, and I have never learned how they work. There's <laughs> always that one guy in your class of school who just knows everything about them. He's like, oh, yeah, pulling the levers and the wheels are flashing and spinning. You have no flipping clue what's going on. Right. How do they learn these things? I don't understand. Well, they This is probably must, before the internet existed. They probably spend a lot of time in the pub. There was no fruities.com or wikia. Fruities.wikia.com to learn about what the heck's going on. Anyway. Don't go to fruities.com. I think that's a questionable <laughs> site. I got to Tropical Night 10. Whoa.、Um, tropical Night. So that's. Yeah. Okay. So here's what h a p p e n It's slightly it chillier than Tropical Day. <laughs> so you go from Tropical 1 to 4,、mm-hmm. and then you go to Canyon 5 to 9,、mm. and then it's Tropical 10 to 14, and you're、mm. on Tropical Night. Tropical Nights 10. Yes. 10. Sorry,、gotcha. basically level 10.、Um, wow, that's quite far. It is quite, <laughs> it is quite far. But now I'm completely stuck.、Mm. This is where I feel like you've now entered pay to win territory.、Mm-hmm. Because to unlock level 11, you need to complete this level 10 in a frankly ridiculous time.、Uh, my best time is 0.5798. And you need to complete it in under 0.57 seconds. That's crazy. So that is bonkers.、Um, the way to win it is to get the fast car.、Mm. So, you, go the, so you, you start with a micro, which is your sort of everyday、uh, like、Jeep Wrangler. Jeep, Jeep. 4x4. Yeah, your Jeep Wrangler.、Uh, then you unlock the monster truck. And then after that, you get、uh, the supercar, which looks like a DeLorean. <laughs> which does look like your DeLorean. Maybe a Ferrari, maybe a Lamborghini. Anyway.、Mm. Uh, but in order to unlock the supercar, you need to f- complete level six in another ridiculous time in one, 20, in one minute 26 seconds.、Um, which, I don't know, Sam, should we look at your, what is your best time for k- level six? I haven't gone to level six. I'm in tropical oh, four. Oh, you're in tropical four. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, my best time for level six is one minute 33, which is four, five, six, seven, seven seconds. Off unlocking the supercar. Oh, wow. Which is frankly impossible. Even Hutch Rob, <laughs> one of my favorite people, 
he hasn't even done it in 126. The record is 127. So wow. this is ridiculous. Of course, you can buy the car for three bazillion gems. Actually, let me look at how much it actually costs. The car costs 35,000 gems. Wow. That is a lot of gems. And 36,000 gems is $10. Mm. So it basically costs you $10 to get past this point. That's ridiculous. Which I'm like, well, yeah. I'd rather, can you just charge me $10 up front? I'll, I'll play the game for 10 bucks. Whereas here, yeah, I'm now in this situation where it's impossible for me to get past. Because I know that there's going to be instances after you unlock the supercar where it's going to say, oh, you probably need to unlock oh, by the, way. the next vehicle. Maybe there's some grinding that I don't, that I haven't done. Because um, mm. there are some... You're all about that grinding. There are some additional game modes, which, have you explored this at all? Like yes. the Highway to Wealth. Right. Which is the one that... My favorite ACDC song. Feels like uh, a casino game. Like mm. 100% like a casino game. It's like, it's this thing, it's a side scroller where you're constantly getting prizes, right? And you can essentially say, okay, uh, hit me with a card that you flip over. If it's a bomb, you lose everything or you lose to a certain point, right? Mm. Um, but there's a chance that you can also collect a lot of gems from it as you keep going. Um, and so it's like this risk it all or take what you have sort of game. Oh, I see. Um, that I feel... Kind of icky about? Yeah, it's totally a casino game. This is 100% a casino game. I mean, you can earn gems by watching ads and connecting to Facebook and tapping a present. Oh, you get a present every day, mm-hmm. for like 200 gems. So in theory, I could grind out and get 35,000 gems for my supercar. But yeah, this is where, as I say, it was quite loop, quite a loop the loop. It started off so promising, I was hooked. And then... Quickly, I flipped over and zoomed straight down in my expectations because now I just feel a little bit like, oh, well, there's no way I can get past this level. In theory, I'm quite happy to pay 10 bucks for a game. Right. But because I feel a little bit tricked by it, I'm kind of mad at it. I'm, I'm perfectly fine of paying 10 bucks for a game, but the fact that all this is of a fun these, game. Like, yeah. The most annoying thing is like, this is a fun game, but I'm quite happy to right. support the developers. But. but the fact that you're only getting that car for $10 is the thing that irks me. Right? Like, if, if I pay $10, I kind of expect to unlock all the cars. Give me them cars. Give me them cars. Give right? me them cars. Because the physics feels really nice. Um, you know, the way you see the car move and you're actually playing against the, the AI is also Hot very... I believe these, these are real people. My... my, my <laughs> One day, my dream is to meet Hutch Rob. I want to meet uh, Hutch Amy, because <laughs> she is my rival. Uh, but yeah, like, I feel... It's it's uh, it's a very polished game that looks great. Yep. And I think they they put in some really good elements here. It's obviously the second iteration of this game, so they had room to polish it, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I don't mind the parts where you have to upgrade the car because I do feel like you can feel those improvements. Yeah. Whenever you play the game, um, but also like sometimes it gives you an opportunity to upgrade. Uh, an element of your car for free by by what? watching an ad which initially i was also irked by because i paid 199 to get rid of the ads and then and now it's giving Actually, me my upgrades for free more opportunities to watch more ads um yeah. But yeah. there needs to be some penalty for getting free upgrades but yeah right 
Yeah, it's a tricky needle to thread. Mm. Shall we get to the three by threes? Let's get to the three by threes. Four by fours? Not the four by fours. Mm. Would be no a, brand. It's a tripod. <laughs> Let's start with the bad points again. Let's start with that the bad was kind points. of fun. I enjoyed that. It's kind of stupid. But the death animation is kind of upsetting. <laughs> you go completely ragdoll. Your little mustachioed man, who is quite loathsome to look at, uh, suddenly, fl- <laughs> yeah, he just completely ragdolls out of the vehicle. And his joints are all akimbo <laughs> all over the place, flailing. <laughs> that just felt a little unnecessary. But that is a part that I feel like it's it's a little bit satisfactory as well. Like, you know, I think I don't I think if they didn't show it, you wouldn't feel like you had to continue. Yeah. Like there was a little bit of a a surprise moment whenever you ended because your car exploded, which was nice. (laughs) But yeah, the ragdoll can be upsetting. My bad point. I found this game very frustrating. Mm hmm. Tell me more. Like, um, well, for me, it was very difficult to replicate the same run twice. Even if I feel like I got the angles correctly on like when I sped up, when I slowed down, how I angled the car, um, it was impossible. It was very inconsistent in me making the same run twice, unless I upgraded. Or which is quite fascinating, yeah. considering the only choices you have is start and stop or right. accelerate and brake. So there is some yeah very interesting physics going on. Yeah, you're right. And I feel like I sometimes I'd get in a groove where I could start doing the same thing, but then I'd lose it. And suddenly I'm in like, I'm in the groove of crashing into like that pillar every time. Mm. Yeah. Until, <laughs> or flipping the car at this exact same spot. Right. And then you kind of get that brainwave of like, oh, maybe what if I pot, if I break a little bit earlier, rotate my car this way mm. and then go like you make it through and that feels great. So that's kind of like that Dark Souls feeling where you're stuck in this pattern that you've established and you don't get any further and you take a completely different approach to it mm. and it makes you improve on how you play the game and then you see that improvement actually pay off in the game. That's great, right? Are there some lessons from this game that you can apply to driving in Jersey? <laughs> this is how I drive every day in Jersey, by the way. <laughs> Watch out for the loop-to-loop of the entrance to the Wegmans. Yeah. Constantly running out of gas, needing to upgrade. <laughs> I need them gems, Edwin! Need them gems now! Yeah, as I mentioned, I've hit a wall that I can't get past, even with my considerable driving skill. I mean, surprising. (laughs) You're in Tropical Nights. I am Tropical Nights, um, which is a shame. And I think the, I think they could rebalance the sort of the unlock targets because this just seems. I basically stopped playing because there's no way I can either do, well, do either course in a good enough time. I think that kind of leads into my point as well is that i i felt like i constantly needed to upgrade my car there was never a moment where i can actually also like real life yeah (laughs) uh i i never felt like i was enjoying the map i always felt like i had to move on to the next map constantly upgrade if i don't upgrade i can't finish this map and even by level four like i felt unless i upgraded i can't finish this map a good contrast to that is with best rally best rally uh, you can actually enjoy the maps. And, you know, the the focus is on the skill, right? The focus is on making the turns properly uh, and not having to worry about upgrading your car because you're you're just getting to learn the map. And I feel like that's the thing that was missing here is that I was always fighting with the upgrade. 
not fighting with my skill to learn the map. Which I can see is a tricky balancing act as a game developer to find right. that that point between the two. But yeah. Especially if you make a free game and you want to monetize it, right? Making money is hard, but still. It is. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, not many other bad points, I don't think. Yeah. Did you play the PvP option? I didn't. No. Did you? I did not. Not very professional games journalists. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Sam, let's do it. Hit me with the good points. So it's a beautiful game. Yeah. I think um, the combination of the physics and the way the game looks and the way the upgrade system looks, uh, even being able to see the other cars down the line, it's very exciting. I think, um, especially in that first race when everything seems to go right, you're <laughs> bouncing up and down, you're getting the gas appropriately and you beat the other people. It's a, it's a great start to the game. And I think um, I wish I could have that kind of feeling uh, could have gone longer. Yeah, the great attention to detail, even down to the things of there's like a highway in the background with cars running on it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're flying through the air, you just sort of gaze out of the background and look at the other cars that don't have to complete this this rally course that are happily just driving on the highway. But yeah, it's a great looking game. And I think the gameplay for me was very addictive. Mm. Uh, trying to find that, for me at least, it was the right balance of tricky and frustrating in that it was, ooh, oh, ah, it got me again uh, with your backflips, or damn this hill. There's a certain hill with three, this like three sections of a hill that are very steep, and you you can make it up the hill, but you can't sort of jump from one section to the next. You need mm. to make sure all your wheels are on the ground as you roll over the crest of the section to give you enough torque to zoom up the next section. That took me a long time to get right. But then when it did, it felt great. Mm. So yeah, there's, I, lot of, there's just a lot of little things like that. That's, it's just a very well-designed game, at least from the actual courses themselves. Yeah, and I like that. I, I think, you know, focusing on the little um, details, like making sure your all four wheels are on the ground, when you accelerate using that, you actually get a better acceleration rather than when you're wheeling. You might think you're going faster, but you're actually not, right? So you got to taper it down a little bit make sure all wheels are down and then that allows you to get the hills up. So yeah, those kind of things are really great to to see and that you actually have, feel like you're controlling it. And there must be an awful lot of work into that physics engine to create this right. distinction and differences and, and how it feels. Um, and as you say, just with two controls, like stop and go, mm-hmm. there's an awful lot of um, variances in how the car behaves. Right. Yeah, so yeah, it's very it's, it's, it's well done. Um, I also like the... So this is kind of like the double-edged sword is that I did like the aspect where you can upgrade the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and more notably, like every time you upgraded something, you're able to feel it instantly on the next race. So whether it was the grip of the tires or the stability or even the speed, like these are things that you actually noticed uh, with the way the car moved. Um, and so I thought that was great. I think the way that they monetize it eventually is kind of gross, but then, you know, it's it's a really hard choice, right? Yeah. Did you modify the look of your car at all? I did. Did you unlock the paintbrushes? I did. <laughs> oh, what did you do? I changed it to blue and I changed the micro, which is the little dingle dangle on the top of your car. <laughs> nice. Did Very... you change the, the look of your car? No, for some reason I never unlocked enough paintbrushes. Mm. I, yeah, maybe there's more, more grindy elements to it than than I initially realized. Oh, I remember why I, I was able to do that. I did the highway to, what is it? Highway to heaven. Oh, yeah. Highway, highway to wealth. 
Highway <laughs> to wealth. <laughs> I did that and I made a really long run mm. and was able to get a lot of paintbrushes that way. Got to get them paintbrushes. Got to get it. Yeah. Um, final seven day rating, Sam. Four days. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I think I played a level each day. Um, and then after that, yeah, I felt like I couldn't beat this unless I upgraded in ways uh, and just sort of fell off. Get good. Get good. I did not get good. <laughs> I played it for six days, but then also hit a wall and that created off pretty quick now. So my my interest has faded because I don't really want to pay. <laughs> it's not convincing me enough to pay 10 bucks to unlock the supercar. But that said, for $2, yeah. I got a week's worth of enjoyment out of it, which and I think is totally worthwhile. Totally. And if you want to feel, if you, if you want to see what it feels like, it's a, it's a free game. It's a free download. You can play the first level and then you get hit with that ad, but you can try it out. See if it's, uh, if it's a game for you. Speaking of games for you, Sam, do you have a game for me? I feel like we've been playing a lot of arcade games and puzzle games, so I'm going to get back into it. Oh boy. Also, we haven't had a mass popular game in a while. So I figure you played fighting X layer alpha. Sam. Hmm. Okay. Is that really popular though? I want to suggest a little bit more of a mobile quote unquote hardcore game. Oh boy. Edwin, you have seven days to play dungeon hunter five. <laughs> oh my God. There's been five of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. This sounds like a roguelike. Uh, it's not a roguelike. I think it's a dungeon crawler. Oh, it's 2.9 gigabits, jiggly bits. So done. Uh, dung dungeon crawler. 12. What? Dungeon hunter five <laughs> dungeon hunter five join forces with millions of bounty hunters online for the most intense hack and slash adventure yet. Oh, hack and slash. That's another thing. That's another word that means a thing. Do you fight for good or for the gold? Mm. can i do both fate has thrust the land into an age of chaos that ushered the rise of darkness now the people must fend for themselves against bandits monsters and unspeakable terrors (laughs) however for mercenaries and bounty hunters this is an age of unbridled opportunity and prosperity for justice always demands a high price and their business has never been better I don't think I understood that last sentence. But they're okay. really they're really going for the dual aspects of you can either just play this for the campaign or you know have fun with the hacking and slashing or mm-hmm. be in it for the money. I wonder if there's way that you can get paid out by this game. <laughs> <laughs> the most popular hack and slash. Oh, there is a multiplayer co-op mode, mm. which I'm intrigued by. And apparently hundreds of customization options. <gasps> can mm. we do a monster factory with this? <laughs> Okay, that's your little sub-challenge. To play this game, also come with your best Monster Factory creation. So this is a game from Gameloft, so it will have some polish and monetization, obviously, because it is one of those big popular game companies. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I look forward to getting into this dungeon hunting. Well, that's what you're going to be doing. Um, probably about five times. <laughs> Will it be five days or five minutes? Come Mm. back next week to find out. Before we go, Edwin, do you have a thing of the week? I do. Yeah, that surprised you, huh? The Uniqlo U range Mm. of t-shirts and sweatshirts. Is this a special edition? 
it's I don't really understand what the U means, but they Uniqlo have released this U range, and it's sort of like a nod to the nineties. Oh, so they have a bunch of t-shirts that are like slightly oversized and slightly boxier cut, um, which I actually really like, and they're heavyweight, affordable at fifteen dollars, uh, and I went a bit crazy and bought a whole bunch of them. One of the things I always look for is the hem on the inside of the the neck hole. Mm, yeah. Sometimes you can get them where it folds over. They get really and, scratchy. And once it folds over, it can never be unfolded. Right. It can or it never like be rolls unfolded. into yeah. like a tube. They have this sewn down, so it cannot happen. Oh, interesting. So that's a, there's a whole bunch of nice touches there. Nice, nice attention to detail. Good attention to detail. And they are... I like that we're sort of moving away from the very sort of slim fit. Mm. Now they have a bunch of oversized styles, which is good. Your body's got to breathe. Well, yeah. Yeah, A little fat man poncho. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of body breathing, my thing of the week is uh, deodorant. Is it no deodorant and let your body to smell? Oh, I was on that kick. I mean, (laughs) thankfully, I don't think I have a strong odor problem or at least no one has told me that is it true in general that the asian body odor is very different from the white people body odor yes also i think it's been genetically proven that koreans are the least uh stinky stinky of the (laughs) the races can you get that on a (laughs) t-shirt But we make up for it by eating so much kimchi (laughs) right think you think that gives you a free pass (laughs) Um, but yeah, like something about our olfactory uh, and our that's molecules. a good game studio name, <laughs> olfactory, with like a little root of hair <laughs> sticking out. Um, but yeah, something about the olfactories and our follicles. Mm-hmm. Something about that, like, this works well, makes us less stinky. But mm. um, so I'm trying this out. Like, I wanted to go with something that has like. You know, none of the aluminum stuff, Mm. which clogs up your pores. And thankfully, Facebook was listening to me because they (laughs) offered me something on Instagram, which was a very compelling. Yeah. But it worked. (laughs) It worked. Oh, no. It's a deodorant called Myro. Did you at least not buy it straight from the link? Yeah. I went independently from the website. Suckers. Broke their attribution chain. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the only thing that I... I think it's more geared towards women, but mm. I bought one that I felt the scent would possibly be unisex, uh, and it's nice. It's great. Mm. It's, one it of those, it's called Myro, M-Y-R-O. Myro. Um, and the scent that I got was like a kind of minty cucumber. Oh. So great for the summer. Nice. It smells great. Right? If you're sipping mojitos, they can never tell. Yeah. I can just be licking this thing. <laughs> But it's one of those like deodorants where, um, you know, it just they give you the case for it and then you replace the inside. And so mm. it's like a subscription thing where you just pop in the insides afterwards. Mm. Oh, I see. Yeah. Now, one thing I noticed when I moved to America is roll-on deodorant is really not a thing that happens oh, yeah. here. It's all in the stick. Yeah. Which I find just doesn't really work for me. Mm. So I have to import my deodorant roll-on from the UK. Is it Rexona? Uh, it is no. It's just L'Oreal for men. I forget exactly what it's called, but there is one that I just buy five of when I'm at Boots. When I'm at Boots, mate. <laughs> boots. 
Uh, and it's great. But yeah, you go to the you go to your friendly Bed Bath and Beyond Triple B, as I call it. It's, it's all stick deodorant. Yeah, it's either stick or gel, which I feel is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolly is best. Mm. Yeah. So this is a stick, but it's like mm. a powder stick, mm. and so it okay. glides it on very nicely. Yeah. I suppose there's less drying time. Maybe that's I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Americans don't like the roll. I wonder if the rolly got, the hairs got cut in the rolly. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. I feel like it's the opposite in the UK. You can't really find the stick. Mm. I think anyway. It's been a while. That is odd. Because I'm so laser focused on the, on the roll on when I go into <laughs> boots. That's what I'm looking for. I'm just here for the roll ons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's our show. Think about our stinky pits. <laughs> I will have seven days to play Dungeon Hunter 5. Wahaha. And that's our show. If you have any other gaming suggestions, tweet us at 7 Days to Play. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can at 7 Days to Play. Bye! 7 Days to Play!